I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics from personal stories to hot button issues. We cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the California gold rush. So grab your pickaxe. And let's... Get civical. Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. Hi. Hello. I, why do you – you sometimes do the whisper. I like, know. as though you've just woken us up from a nap. Hey. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning to you. Hello. 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 We need to bring – but we need some, like – like, I feel like we need some rare energy for this episode. Oh, yes. This is not a good morning babies episode. It's not this a good morning a, episode. This is a, like, what up, motherfucker? We're going to the rocks. I don't know. I actually don't know how this process works. As you can clearly say, going to the rocks. We're gonna. I always because they're like shift. They're dig. sifting through rocks, yes. right? To like yes. find. We're going. We're going for gold. We're going man. for. We're digging for gold here, and and I'm not talking about Tokyo 2021. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about picking rush. your nose. Mm-hmm. We're going west. The gold rush. 
Yeah, we're talking about the California Gold Rush today, and I'm I was so excited when you suggested this. I forget yeah. this was a thing because yeah. because we I grew up in Texas and then came to New York. I've never had to encounter the history of California or the West, really. Oh, me and this, either. It's like quintessential West culture. Yes, yeah, is the Gold Rush. And after like doing this research, I'm like, oh right, of course, like you know the way like there's still like remnants of this like this is the whole reason people came to california and so of course like there were like full ass towns that were set up and then like abandoned or like ass towns full ass towns that were set up to like just for the people who were digging the gold right and obviously like you know lots of like bad things happened to the native americans and like all of the Mm -hmm. like it was not all Mm -hmm. just digging for gold and we're going to talk about it never is it's never just about digging for gold it's never just about digging for gold and that's what they don't tell you that's what they don't tell you no but anywho i'm i'm so excited i i really don't even have like witty banter about this because i just i just want to start talking about the gold yeah so i say we just jump right and honey, do it. I'm down. Tell me about the sources, the Sarsha Ronan sources for the today. Sarsha Ronan Sarsha. The sources are history.com. We know where we love her. Classic. Classic. PBS and Smithsonian. Mm. Yep. All right. All right. Let's hop right on in. We got this. We got with this. The, let's talk about the discovery of gold because can you, I can't imagine. This must have been like a huge deal. Like, like I can't imagine discovering something. Much less gold. Right. <laughs> you know, like, that's a big thing to discover. That's, like, helpful. That's... I mean, it's cool to discover things like dinosaur fossils, but, like, sure, but to like, discover gold, gold, which you can trade for a million. It's, like, the only thing that is equivalent, I think, is discovering oil. Yes. For, like, the immediate richness you get as the discoverer. Yes. So, anyways. Well, we're going to talk about the discovery of gold Let's talk for about this it. California Gold Rush episode. Fuck yeah. So this is all coming from history.com. On January 24th, 1848, James Wilson Marshall, a carpenter originally from New Jersey, found flakes of gold in the American River at the base of the Sierra Nevada Mountains near Coloma, California. So James Wilson, out for a swim is just splish splashing in a river and then suddenly is like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. There's <laughs> shimmery, <laughs> shiny. What? Touches it. It's like, this isn't glitter. Hold on. <laughs> this reminds me of a coin somewhere I once saw. <laughs> Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? At the time, Marshall was working to build a water-powered sawmill owned by John Sutter, a German-born Swiss citizen and founder of a colony of Nueva Helvetia, Mm -hmm. or New Switzerland, which would later become the city of Sacramento. Imagine being founding a colony. Yes. Like being like, I'm... Sorry, I'm looking at this land and I'm going to find this colony right now. Right. I I, I, consider it found. I can see it. I can see it right now. The city goes from here to here. here, to I, here. See, I see roadways. I see a general store. I see people. Like, imagine I mean, having the gall. Uh, <laughs> to be like, the people will come. The people will come. No, you know to what I'm going to do? To my colony. I'm going to start my own city and the people will come to me. Yeah. And then and then they're going to erect a statue of me in the mm-hmm. town square of which I will also build. <laughs> Congratulations. 
to me. Oh, man. That's like that's like running for president energy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's literally the president of a colony. Yeah. As Marshall later recalled of his historic discovery, so the, the gentleman who discovered the gold in the water. Yeah. He said, quote, it made my heart thump. For I was certain it was gold. Uh, I mean, sure. Sure, honey. Dramatics. Of the things that would make my heart thump, I think, finding gold, gold. while I'm taking a bath. Fuck and yes. I take so many baths. That would be one of them. <laughs> I'm a bath connoisseur, you could say. Never oh. once have I found gold. But <laughs> if I would, I would be like, boom, 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 boom. It's the gold. Oh, my God. We're in the house we're staying in right now has there's no standing shower there. It's like a bath. It's a really cute like cloth mm. bathtub with like one Ooh. of those like phone handle things for a shower. Oh, my God. And you ugh, like you're in Paris and you can't be bothered to stand. I totally get it. I totally get it. I get the life. I get oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it's it is so funny because I was like, it is a different <laughs> Like, there are certain advantages and disadvantages to showering sure. while sitting. I don't enjoy washing my hair in a bath. No, no, no Like, no, no. that's a whole... Even with the, like, handle thingy. Yeah. You know, because I like to... It just, you know, it's it's more work with the handle. Yeah. But to just sit in a clawfoot bath, oh my gosh, that is where I'm at my most powerful. I feel like... See, I am not a bath person, but I think it's just yeah. because I have the wrong bathtub. That, uh, I mean, the, the tub makes the, the woman. The tub really. makes the woman. Because, like, sitting in this bathtub, I was like, oh, I can see it. I can see it now. Mm-hmm. A bottle of wine, a book, yeah. some candles. I mean, a clawfoot tub is just. A clawfoot If tub. you don't like a clawfoot tub bath, there's something wrong, wrong with, with you. Wrong with your soul. You're probably yeah. an axe murderer. Yeah. I mean, I my the bath that I have now and the bathtub that I'm going to have in my current place, it's nothing to write home about. But I love bath so much that mm-hmm. I make it work. That's nice. You know. So yeah. it's like, but I do think it is a situation where the wand does choose the wizard. You know, yes. the tub does choose does choose the, the woman uh, yes. or the person, you know. Yeah. But neither of us have ever found gold while taking a bath. The point is neither of us have found gold. That is the actual point. It's really sad. Continuing on about the discovery of gold. Days after Marshall's discovery at Sutter's Mill, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo was signed, ending the Mexican-American War and leaving California in the hands of the United States. We totally need to do the Mexican-American War. We totally do. Mostly because it's it's a great war. And I know that, like, I feel like it's not covered widely, like, unless no. your state was involved. Like, I know I got it covered because Texas was, you know. A part of it. Uh, yes. And so was California because simply those states border Mexico. Oh. oh. But yeah, I mean, just something something for the future. We will, we will do a whole episode on that. At the time, the population of the territory consisted of 6,500 Californios, who are people of Spanish or Mexican descent, 700 foreigners, primarily Americans, and 150,000 Native Americans. Yep. Which is barely half of the number that had been there when the Spanish settlers arrived in 1769. So a huge, a huge population of Native Americans originally there. The Spanish come and do what the Spanish do best, which is kill the Native Americans. So then we're left with about 150,000. And that is the primary population of humans that are living in California. 
when the United States gets ownership of her. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Just want to get that straight. Yeah. California was a Mexican province until 1848, and the residents were mostly Spanish-speaking people and Native Americans. Both found their lands overrun during the gold rush. The flood of immigrants destroyed Indian villages, redirected waterways, and depleted food supplies. From the 1840s to 1900, disease and death at the hands of the newcomers reduced the Indian population from about 150,000 to 16,000. Yep. The Nicodin were among the native cultures nearly destroyed by the rush for gold. So we had 150,000 at the start of California being a part of the U.S. Yep. Gold rush happens. Population depletes by literally, I mean, I can't do math, but I would say 90%. Yeah. 90% are killed by death, disease, et cetera, et cetera. I said killed by death. Killed by death and disease. That'll get you. You know, you know when death kills you? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> death is a bitch. You know what? Famine, 16, 000, disease. The, you, you said you're not good at math, but 16,000 is 10% of 150,000. And Whoa! look at you. Look at you Whoa! on a Saturday morning doing mental math. But then I ruined it by saying that they got killed by death. So it's like... Hey, you know what? Words is hard. I really too. even words out. is hard. Words are hard, you guys. And then finally, in fact, Sutter had enslaved hundreds of Native Americans and had used them as a free source of labor and makeshift militia to defend his territory and expand his empire. So yep. stand up, stand up citizens here in California yep. for the start. Of the gold rush. But that's literally just the discovery of the gold. We haven't yep. even gotten to the nitty gritty of the rush, which you're about to get into. Which we're going to get into. So we've got James Marshall was the guy who took the bath and found the gold. Mm -hmm. John Sutter is the guy who's like building what we now call Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Just so we get our John straight. So the, this is coming from history.com and PBS, this part. So, though Marshall and Sutter tried to keep news of the discovery under wraps, word got out, and by mid-March, at least one newspaper was reporting that large quantities of gold were being turned up at Sutter's mill. So, they're, like, I mean, trying to yeah. keep the gold to themselves. I mean, I I would mine it for my, like, yeah. Absolutely. Finders. Finders keepers. I might invite some good friends, you know, come over. Sure. I would hope that if you discovered gold. gold, you would, like, let me know. Oh, Not absolutely. immediately. Like, Give it 24 hours, take what you need, and then be like, Lizzie, come here, come here, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, you can count on it. I wonder who blabbed. I think we're going to talk about it in a little bit. I think I'll oh, put great, it in the notes. Oh, great, great, great. So, though the initial reaction in San Francisco was disbelief, so like nobody sure. really believed it. Of course. I mean, yeah. he was taking a bath and now there's gold. Come on. Come on. Was he drunk? He was probably drunk. The he was probably drunk. He was probably intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Storekeeper Sam Brennan set off a frenzy when he paraded through town displaying a vial of gold obtained from Sutter's Creek. So this okay. man is like, there's gold, bitches! There's, there's gold. gold! Here's the evidence! Go get your gold! Well, good <laughs> gracious, Sam. <laughs> Way to what blab, a... asshole. Why would you blab? Why would you? Like, that's so dumb. You keep your gold secrets to yourself, you keep it close to the chest, and you only invite yeah, those dude. near and dear. It's crazy to me because I'm like, my dude, you literally could have gotten so wealthy. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. I feel like this was a bad business decision on it the part not of Sam. A great, it was not good. It was not good. That's yeah. like walking around New York City waving a $100 bill around. It is not a good I idea. Mean, and saying like, go oh, here. It's all over here. Yeah. No. Not a no. good idea. So by mid-June, some three-quarters of the male population of San Francisco had left town for the gold mines. The men. <laughs> the men are like, like, let's go to the gold. Hunt! Let's go. Hunt! Let's go, men. It's literally like, you know how, man, I feel like a woman starts with, let's go, girls. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like, let's, let's go, go, men. <laughs> gotta go Grab to the gold. pickaxes. We gotta go dig for gold. And the number of miners in the area reached 4,000 by August. Sure. Gold fever kicked off in earnest, however, after December of 1848, when President James K. Polk announced the positive results of a report made by Colonel Richard Mason, California's military governor, in his in his inaugural address. So, like, even, like, people were still a little skeptical until, until President Polk was like, hey, 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 you know I, what? They, they looked at it. They did some studies scientifically. It's looking good. This shit's gold. It's gold. You should it's go gold. get it. It's, it's gold. gold. Here's James K. Polk blowing the lid off this whole gold operation. I mean, good gracious. Yeah. So the military governor, Colonel Richard B. Mason, who had toured the gold fields. I want to tour a gold field. I didn't realize oh, that man. there were, like, I imagined just like like a wheat field, but of gold. But sure. I know that's not what it is. No. But that's what this makes it sound like, toured the gold fields. Um, he He then wrote a report that contained astounding facts. Oh, boy. I know. Two miners on Weber Creek gathered 17,000 in gold in seven days. Six miners with 50 Native Americans, or Indians, took out 273 pounds of gold. Sales at Sam Branham's merchandise store near the mines totaled 36,000 in May, June, and early July. That's why that guy was running around telling people. He's like, come to my store. Come to my store. Buy your gold, your stuff for digging gold at my store. Yeah. Mm. Advertising. It's powerful. Drumming up business. Drumming up business. Mason then sent his report and a tin of gold to Washington, a trip of many months, according to PBS. So then in his address, Polk wrote, the accounts of abundance of gold are of such an extraordinary character as would scarcely command belief were they not corroborated by the authentic reports of officers in the public service. He's like, y'all, this is real. Yeah. The rumors are true. The That's what this true. address is. The rumors are true. The, There's yep. gold in California. Yeah. Go on, get. Go, go get on, yourself get. some mm-hmm. gold. Word of the gold next reached places most accessible to California coast, to the California coast by ship. Thousands of people from the Sandwich Islands, now known as Hawaii. Sure. Known for the sandwiches. Known for the sandwiches. <laughs> Never heard Hawaii. Home of the sandwich, Hawaii. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. PB&J. Um, uh, Oregon. Oh, I fucked it up. Mm. I fucked it mm. up. I haven't had to say Oregon in so long. And I caught mm-hmm. myself mid. You're like, you, you halfway I was like, Oregon word, said Oregon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's okay. Oh, I'm you so try again. disappointed in myself as a human. You being. know, we can't all be perfect. Look, I never learned how to read and, and I won't. So if this is <laughs> this is But you can do mental math, we have discovered. I st- apparently can do mental math. Your fourth grade teacher would be so proud. I know. 
So, uh, yeah, so they were going from, or sorry, they were coming to California from Hawaii, Oregon, Mexico, Chile, Peru, and China. And people were heading there in the summer and fall of 1848 before Americans on the East Coast had a clue of what was to come and Europeans would soon, would soon follow. So it was just how, like, sure. the news spread. It spread. Yeah. It didn't spread Start east. spreading it, the news. There's golden California. Today. Yeah. We're gonna, gonna be, be a millionaire. Gold rush, California. gold rush. I do love... I love how we committed to our own <laughs> verses. It's like, no, I'm gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. And then I loved this over the head. Under I know, head I know. Action. I was doing choreography, which makes no sense because nobody can see me, which I, is good because I, I look can haggard, see you. That was just for me. That was, that was for, for my you. eyes. It's a private show. That was so private hot. Show. Great. So then by 1849, the non native population of California had grown to almost 100,000 people. Nearly mm. two-thirds were Americans, so we've, like, really upped our percentage of Americans in this situation. Mm-hmm. Upon arrival in California, immigrants learned mining was the hardest kind of labor. Well, yes. Sure. Sure. Well, because they were all like, okay, well, he discovered what well, he was splish-splashing in the river, and now right. you mean to tell me that there's labor involved? I just right. thought we were going to get in the river. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to go for a swim. I thought we were literally going to go swimming and then find it. (laughs) This is crazy. Nobody told me I had to Yeah, this is what James K. Polk did not tell us, is that it's hard. Yes. Yeah, he was just like, go get it. Go. Like like throwing a ball for a dog. Go get it. He doesn't tell you you have to chase the ball. The chase. The chase is hard. It's a long way. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So in digging for gold, they moved rock, dug dirt, and waded into freezing streams. Mm. They lost fingernails, got sick, and suffered malnutrition. Many died of disease or by accident. Hiram Pierce, a miner from Troy, New York, conducted a funeral for a young man from Maine who died of gangrene after carelessly shooting himself in the leg. Okay, well, all right, let's one second. I feel like that's not he's the He's mining fault. for gold and digging, and yet he has a gun. Like <laughs> this seems like this. Are we sure he's blame not the gold. from Florida? Do not blame the gold for this one. No. Like, no. blame it for other ones, I'm yes. sure. But this young gentleman who shot himself accidentally while digging? Come on. No. No. Come on. That is not no, the gold's no, no, no. fault. No. I mean, gold, gold digging is harsh, but time out. This has nothing to do with the gold. This guy was probably just drunk. Yep. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. 
Shoppers get it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. So throughout 1849, people around the United States, mostly men, LOL, borrowed money. Because women couldn't. Because women couldn't, LOL. (laughs) Mortgaged their property or spent their life savings to make the arduous journey to California. In pursuit of the kind of wealth they had never dreamed of, they left their families and hometowns. In turn, women left behind took on new responsibilities, such as running farms or businesses and caring for their children alone. So these men are like, honey... You stay home with the kids. I'm going to go to California and dig some gold. And mm-hmm. it turns out that is a long journey that is expensive. And the women are now like, all right, I will run the farm. Sure. And do this now. Sure. Thousands of would-be gold miners known as the, you guessed it, 49ers, traveled overland across the mountains or by sea, sailing to Panama or even around Cape Horn, the southmost point of South America. So they're like, again... We're not going to go through it. We're going to go around it. Mm-hmm. Like the song says. The full continent. Yeah. Can't go under it. Can't go through it. Gotta go around it. The overcrowded chaos of the mining camps and towns grew even more lawless, including rampant banditry. <laughs> rampant banditry. <laughs> the banditry is rampant <laughs> out west. I don't know if you've seen and heard. Rampant. Such rampant banditry. Banditry abounds. Gambling, prostitution, and violence. Sure, I mean, sure. This... when you have rampant banditry. <laughs> what do you expect? Churchgoers? No. Come on, no. come on. San Francisco, for its part, developed a bustling economy and became the central metropolis of the new frontier. The gold rush undoubtedly sped up California's admission to the Union as the 31st state. Sure. I mean, they have gold. Yeah, if you've got gold, but they're literally buying their way in. Yes. 
It's like, come on down. We would love to have you, actually. Love to have you. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. In late 1849, California applied to enter the Union with a constitution that barred the Southern system of racial slavery, provoking a crisis in Congress between proponents of slavery and anti-slavery politicians. Okay, so shout out to California being like, we have the gold. We want to be a part of the Union. But this slavery thing we don't want anything to do with we don't so, want to do anything with that we don't like talk your amongst up yourselves gentlemen against yeah. the will. no mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. according to the compromise of 1850 proposed by kentucky senator henry clay california was allowed to enter as a free state while the territories of utah and mexico were left open to decide the question for themselves so it's like, California, you come in free, and then, but Mexico, New Mexico and Utah, you let us know what you want to do about this mm-hmm. slave situation. An astounding amount of gold was pulled from the ground, 10 million in 1849, 41 million in 1850, 75 million in 1851, and 81 million in 1852. After that, the take gradually declined until 1857, where it leveled off to about 45 million per year. The fortunate bettered their circumstances, but mining required, above all, luck. And not everyone got lucky. No. Okay, PBS. I know, PBS is really laying on the lessons <laughs> Things there. Things so dramatic. So, I mean, it was this extremely lucrative yeah. event, but yeah. then we mined it all. Yeah. That's what nobody told us, is that we would we would mine it all. You well, know? it's like oil. It's like you don't yeah. keep digging like you you never get all of the oil out of an oil right. field because the right. the more you have the further you have to dig the more expensive it is and the more your mm-hmm. money you're going to spend. So it's like I'm sure there was still gold, but like could they get to all of the gold? Right. Then right. they I'm sure they dug most of it up, you know? It takes yeah. time to make yeah. gold, you know? The earth takes, takes a while. The earth does take her time to mm-hmm. make the gold. Yeah. It really does. It really does. So post gold rush Some things, you know, this is what happened after the gold rush. So after 1850, the surface gold in California largely disappeared, even as miners continued to arrive. Mining had always been difficult and dangerous labor, and striking it rich required, as Lizzie said, good luck as much as skill and hard work. And some patience. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking patience. Like, you gotta This all started because a guy was, like, in a river being like, wait a second. So, yes, of course there's luck involved. Right. There was no method to the madness. No. They were all just like, okay, I think generally here is where the gold is. So let's dig, 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 dig. And then somebody was going to be right. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like as specific as like coal mining where it's like, this is where coal is. Right. If you go into the ground, it's all here. Yes. And we're all just digging away. Yes. This was literally like us. It's, uh, uh, we've, uh, gold sighting has been spotted. You know, so let's all just dig around. The fact that he found it in a river, like, you don't know where, at what point that piece of gold entered that river, Mm -hmm. where the actual gold is in relation to... Rivers are crazy thing, and that they're Rivers are funny things because they flow, so, like, you don't know... They have this quirky thing about them where they flow. They flow. They flow. And, and sometimes can... north to south, sometimes east to west. That's so. true. So, like, you just don't know where that gold came from. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. If they were digging in the place where the gold was found, that also seems like a dumb idea because... Yeah. You gotta expand your search outward. Yes. Yes. 
Moreover, the average daily take for an independent miner working with his pick and shovel had by then sharply decreased from what it had been in 1848. So just two years and these people like, their work is like dried up. They've got nothing going on for them anymore. I mean, have you ever seen, this is completely relevant. Have you ever seen the Lorax? Yes. This is the story of the Lorax, right? Where it's like, this guy comes to this place. He discovers this thing called the Truffula Tree. Oh, yeah. And realizes that the, 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 the sort of leafy part of the Truffula Tree is this very amazing piece of material that can be made into anything. So he's like, let me set up a little business and sell yeah. this. Yeah. And people are like, wait a second. This is amazing. So then everybody flocks to the Truffula Tree area. And they start this huge, massive truffula tree, like, operation where they're just cutting down and creating, like, you know, mass producing all of this stuff from the truffula tree. Yep. And then five years later, the land is polluted. It's all destroyed. And more importantly, there are no truffula trees left. This is so exactly a ghost that. town. So I don't, I don't think Dr. Seuss necessarily mirrored this off of the gold rush it kind of sounds like there are parallels to be made like am i writing a thesis about this perhaps i don't know i'm just saying it's interesting you should the parallels yes between the lorax and this and i and i say the lorax meaning like a the obviously the book but like if you if you've watched the film i'm not talking about i'm not talking about like the one where like zach efron is a voice in it i'm talking about like the grainy, like, 1980, 1990 cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good... It's... It really... It really makes you think. It makes you take a step back and go, okay, what is... What is commerce and, like, mass production doing to us? Right. You know? Yeah. Anyways, the point is, the gold rush. (laughs) Really, really excellent analysis. I would award you your PhD. Thank you. And that's... And that's how it's done. That's how it's that's done. That's how it's done. It's all you have to do is have a really good thesis. Mm-hmm. So then as gold became more and more difficult to reach, the growing industrialization of mining drove more and more miners from independence into wage labor. Mm. Which I think like now is something that we would be like, there's like huge benefits to being employed as to being an independent contractor, but like. Yeah. Well, I mean, now there's also unions that can protect you well, or that's offer like, you health insurance yes, yes, and all that stuff. Yes. Whereas this, it's like you... Whereas you could have made, you could have mined your own gold, kept all of the profits of your own gold. Now, here's like 18 cents an yeah. hour. Yep. And whatever gold you mine is actually mine and not yours. And not yours. And I'm going to pay you to do it. I'm going to pay you so little that you won't, there's no wealth to be made in this. Like everybody came here to get wealth and to like change their economic stature. There's no changing your ec- economic stature in wage labor in the gold rush, I would say. There is no, like, now. <laughs> Absolutely. That is also right. Now Nobody and also is getting in 1848. Like, I have a salary job. Yes. Right. <laughs> Unless Absolutely. your salary Absolutely. is hella high. Hella high. The new technique of hydraulic mining developed in 1853 brought enormous profits, but destroyed much of the region's landscape. So we've already, we've, like, driven out Sorry. some Native Americans. We've mm-hmm. enslaved some Native Americans mm-hmm. and forced them into labor. And we're also just, like, destroying the environment to get the yep. gold. That sounds like U.S. Sounds like U.S. to a T. To a T. 
Though gold mining continued throughout the 1850s, it had reached its peak by 1852 when some 81 million was pulled from the ground. The total take declined gradually, leveling off to 45 million per year by 1857. Settlement in California continued, however, and by the end of the decade, the state's population was 380,000. You're going to go where the gold is. Well, also because people hadn't heard that the gold was gone, and so people are continuing to come, and they're like, well, now what the fuck do we do? Right. We're here. What are we going to do? Go back to Peru? Like, Well, of course not. Absolutely not. (laughs) But word had spread so quickly about the gold, but word did not spread as quickly about there not being the gold. Right. Yes, about the depletion. About the depletion of the gold. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bummer that, you know, I mean, this is probably past James K. Polt's presidency at this point, but the fact that the president didn't come on and say, okay, guys, gold rush is over. Great job. Great, Great job. job. I think this was a really good moment that golf we had, clap, but like, clap. gold is gone. Gold it's is gone. gone. Let's gone. not. Stop. You know, going. just want to let you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that like, I'm actually, we're done here. Yeah. But I think they just still wanted everybody to come to California. Come to California. Right. But find a new thing. Right. You know? Right. Find a new thing. There's a lot in California. Yes. So a little bit about the environmental impacts. Mm-hmm. New mining methods and the population boom in the wake of the California gold rush permanently altered the landscape of California. The technique of hydraulic mining developed in 1853 brought enormous profits but destroyed much of the region's landscapes. Dams designed to supply water to mine sites in summer altered the course of rivers away from farmland, while sediment from mines clogged others. Oh, so we're hurting the farmers. We're, we're, like, having a hard time with the food. Seems like... Sure. Seems like some priorities are out of whack. I know. I'm like, did nobody, like, look at where the river went? Like, just take a ride upstream, you know? This is what I don't understand. It's like, we just... There's this period in American history where we just do, we just did stuff and then was like, whoa, there yeah. are, there are farmers up there. Oops. Whoopsie daisy. We just did this thing we about cannot you. reverse. Yeah. And destroyed an entire like this or that or whatever. Where I'm yeah. like, if you would have just simply taken a three days ride up, up the river. Yep. Had a chat. We could have like... We could have figured this out. I yeah. mean, we did other innovative things, and yet we did some non-innovative things. Oh, so I'm 100%. like, who's not talking to who? Right. Right? Like, you know, we're about to invent a light bulb. Like, how are we not having a dialogue? Like, <laughs> come on. Pick up. Send the telegram. Come on. Come on. Well, also just knowing, like, you know, about California's water problems now, I'm like, is this how it started? Like, is this a part of the pro- – like, is this – This a- is the beginning of the drought. Is this the beginning of the, of the drought? I was surprised. Come on. I mean, I also think that it doesn't rain, but it's also, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we, if we have permanently altered the water supplies to major cities <laughs> because we were like, we got to get to the gold. We got to get to the gold, you guys. The we got to get to it. Sorry. Right there. We gotta Aren't there out. city planners? Like, come on. I know. A couple more points. So the logging industry was born from the need to construct extensive canals and feed boilers at mines, further consuming natural resources. So we're also just cutting down trees. Like we invented entire industries because we were like, we got to get the gold out. We got to get the gold out. We got to get the gold out right now. And we we cannot wait. Yeah. We literally just have to do whatever it takes to get the gold out. And Mm -hmm. I mean, this was, it was a lucrative business. You can't deny the gold rush there was a lot of money to be made, obviously. I mean, we're talking 
tens of millions of dollars in 1852 money, which is a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. It's a lot, it's a of, lot money. of money. We got some Jeff Bezos money back in mm-hmm. 1852. But man, oh man, if we would just take in like six months yep. to be like, all right, let's actually plan out how we're going to mine this gold. Yeah. Just to, just to come up with the it's most. It's not going anywhere. It's not. The gold's going to be there. Yeah. But no, no. They were like, we have to get the gold. We have to get the gold now. Sam, the shop owner, is, is screaming through the streets. Like, <laughs> there's no dime. There's no dime. With a, no a vial of gold. He dipped himself in gold and was like, let's go, honey. Let's like, go. it's. Oi. Oi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally, a court ruling brought an end to hydraulic mining in 1884, and agriculture took over as the principal force behind the California economy. Why? God, we've got to look into what this court ruling was. I know. And I know. who was the. I bet it was. I, I bet it was farmers, if I had to guess, that they were like, they're ruining our crops by doing this water shit. <laughs> you know? And that, and that was the exact verbiage of the, uh, of the court ruling. <laughs> they're ruining our water and shit. They're ruining our water and shit. I mean, I don't know, if I had to guess. I'm trying to think of who else would be up. impacted. Mm. Woodruff vs. North Bloomfield Gravel Mining Company. Ooh. Okay, wait. This is from Wikipedia, so, like, take it with a grain of salt. But it was a lawsuit brought to California courts in 1882 where a group of local farmers <gasps> sued... I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Keep... You're clearly demonstrating your genius. immense... Atel- yes. Your intelligence, your 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 yes. level of genius, your ability yes. to, like, read situations. Sorry. Your math and This is what today. happens when you read, like... like... I mean, I do math today. I'm a genius, You're actually. a genius. You are a genius. So a group of local farmers sued North Bloomfield Mining and Gravel Company over damages caused to farmland in the Central Valley. The farmers who Mm. brought the suit claimed that the company's hydraulic mining operations resulted in the disposal of excess sediment, debris, and chemicals in local rivers. Mm. Prosecutors argued that the debris raised riverbeds and restricted flow in the rivers, leading to heavy man-made flooding. Yeah, and it destroyed the Central Valley's agriculture. I mean, I mean, are you a genius or are you a genius? I wrote this case myself, You did. Well, I mean, there it is. There it is. I see both sides of like the the gold miners had to get the mine had to get the gold out. Yes. So they just they just did whatever. Yes. But I also am like the farmers are over here being like y'all like, we're y'all trying do to feed y'all. Can you stop fucking I'm shit up? I'm literally trying to feed you right now. I'm literally trying to feed you. So uh, good for the farmers. Good for the farmers. Take yep. them to court. Stop yep. this practice. Yeah. I mean, but also this was like 1884. This was 30 years later. Yeah. But I also love that this court was like. Yeah, no, the mining is crap. The farmers are right. Well, I mean, also, California had only been around for, what, like... 50 years at this point, you know, yeah. we're, we're getting, we're getting ourselves together as sort of the California courts. No, but nobody was policing this. Nobody was overseeing this. The courts are like, oh, yeah, this wasn't, sorry, sorry, we didn't catch this one, but yeah, no more. Yeah, no more. No, no more. more. No more. No more. Yep. RB, our bad. Yep. Nice. Yep. But guys, that's the California gold rush. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the gold rush. It's, it's. I love what I love about the gold rush is it created this one of my favorite things that we have as the US, which are ghost towns. Yes. I'm so very fascinated by ghost towns. I think they're so interesting. And the gold rush definitely was uh 
was a cause of these kinds of towns because it just, they literally like this huge infrastructure popped up. And then after it was over, everybody just left. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, I mean, even there's like places like, and I've been spending a lot of time in various parts of upstate New York. And like, I don't know, we were driving through town yesterday and I was like, this is... Does anybody live here? No, 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 no. Like, there was no... We went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I was joking because we boiled up to this grocery store. There was no name on it. Not like a... I love it. Yeah. You don't need one. It was just one. a blue building. And I was like, okay, what are we going to buy? Right. What? What is... Um, what, what are we going to buy? What's the commerce? Are we buying eggs or drugs? Like, I just... Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, I know. But it's just like a completely abandoned... Yeah. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, just ghost towns are wild. That would be a fun road trip. Sad. Ghost towns? Yeah. Did you just do a tour to ghost towns? Yeah. I mean, honey, <laughs> I deserve my own travel show. Yes, you do. Um, Along with an ESPN uh, sports talk show. Oh, my God. There's a do lot both. of things I deserve. I, I You're am a multi-hyphenate. multi-hyphenate. You are a woman I'm a of the world. Do both. But I would be... And we would be so good at visiting ghost towns, talking to the locals, of which there are none, and looking in and and just seeing what it's all about and being oh, like, yeah. whoa, wowzers. Yeah. I mean, if you have connections to the Travel Channel, <laughs> please tell Lizzie. Call me. Please tell me. And let's get this off the ground. Because yep. I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to go there. Be such an awesome. That was that's almost like this idea that I had for a show about abandoned buildings and like going to mm. them, like filming them as much as you can safely, probably with drones, like getting drone footage, but then like mm-hmm. getting the history of the building. Like this yeah. used to be a ski resort and now it's collapsing in on itself. You know, just like right. I don't know. I just think that kind of stuff is fun. If Sad. it's if it's abandoned, I want to go inside. Yep. I want to see what's left behind. Yes. But anywho, you guys, like we said, that is that is our episode on the gold rush. I mean, so much, so much fun. I think we're going to follow this up at a later date with the information about the Mexican-American War. Because oh, yeah. how can we not? Yep. But, you know, in the meantime, if you discover something, I love that. And just take a moment to see, like, do I need to tell the world about this? I would just sort of like internally, you know, take the resources for yourself. And then when it's time to tell the world, let's do it in a safe and environmentally friendly way if we can. Yes. You know, I think that's what the Lorax told us is like, you don't have to sell everything in all at once Mm -hmm. is you can you can make money while still being friendly to uh, the world around you. So everybody watch the Lorax. That's the homework for this week. (laughs) (laughs) but but in the meantime we love you so so much and if you like what you heard you can find us on twitter and instagram at let's get civical you can rate us you can review us you can subscribe to us we love you so so much and we will see you next wednesday goodbye